Costs to originate keep rising, even with more technology in the industry. The problem is the core platform. A new LOS can re-architect the process around data, not humans moving paper files. Vesta has built this LOS, and you can learn more at Vesta.com. Pulled from the hottest topics coming across our news desk, I'm Alcina Lloyd, and this is The Daily Download. Today, HousingWire's HW Plus Managing Editor Brennan Ath will discuss whether or not the COVID-19 pandemic will spur a mass migration from dense U.S. cities. I'll also touch on the coronavirus ending America's longest economic expansion, home purchase applications on the rise as the coronavirus slowdown begins to thaw, and the nation's pending home sales declining 20.8% in March. But before we listen, here's a quick word from our sponsor. Extraordinary challenges demand extraordinary solutions. CoreLogic is uniquely positioned to help you navigate this historic disruption. Whether it's virtual home showings, flexible employment verifications, or automated loan modification engines, CoreLogic delivers the data-driven solutions, targeted insights, and deep domain expertise trusted by the nation's most successful mortgage lenders. Explore how CoreLogic can help you today. Visit corelogic.com forward slash COVID-19. Thanks for listening, and here's Brennan Ath on whether or not the COVID-19 pandemic will spur a mass migration from dense U.S. cities. Kicking off today's episode, HousingWire's Angela DeGale researched the impact that COVID-19 is having on migration from dense cities. When state governments ordered residents to stay home more than a month ago, it triggered a wave of temporary migration. But now, as states plan to reopen their economies, what changes COVID-19 will have on the housing market remain to be seen. Demographers and realtors alike predict this is a tipping point for people who've already been dreaming of backyards, private pools, and more space, stating that it will accelerate trends that were already happening and bring a new level of consideration. Whether people upgrade their apartments and condos for larger units or move out of dense cities altogether. However, that migration has already been in motion. According to demographers who study how and why people move over time, before the coronavirus, population growth in the nation's three largest metropolitan areas, New York, LA, and Chicago, has slowed in recent years. Looking at New York as an example, the state with the highest number of reported coronavirus cases, it's been wildly reported that some residents headed to Florida, while others left their high-rise buildings and walk-ups for the Hamptons or surrounding suburbs. Less than 30 miles from Upper Manhattan, Fairfield County in Connecticut, which includes Greenwich and Stamford, shows this in action. Between March 1st and April 25th, single-family home rentals in the county increased 41% from the same time last year. 407 homes, up from 289. Of those, 118 furnished houses were rented during that period compared to 41 last year. Looking at another example, in the San Francisco Bay Area, the emphasis has been on living close to the office. But now that working from home is commonplace, people are considering moving further east. Nick Solis, broker-owner of 180 Realty, said he has had clients looking to move from San Francisco Bay to Austin, Texas, Idaho, and Colorado for a lower cost of living, more property, and less density. Heading into the rest of the year and what things will look like post-pandemic, Joel Kotkin, presidential fellow at Chapman University, predicted that urban centers will still remain, but perhaps be less dense. Plus, the urban style of things will be taking place in suburban cities, explaining that it's not the end of cities, it's the evolution of cities. Now, for the rest of today's podcast, here's Alcina Lloyd. Thank you for listening, and I'll wrap with today's top stories, beginning with new data that indicates the COVID-19 pandemic has put an end to America's longest economic expansion. 
According to an article written by Kathleen Halley, America's longest economic expansion officially came to an end on Wednesday when the Commerce Department reported first quarter gross domestic product shrank 4.8%. Halley says the pandemic, which is the worst in more than a century, has wiped out all of the job gains since the Great Recession. Within the past five weeks, 26.5 million Americans filed for unemployment, according to Labor Department data. On Thursday, when the next round of initial claims data is reported, economists expect at least 3.5 million more will be added to the tally. In a report, Wells Fargo's economists said the U.S. economy came to a grinding halt in March as workers were sent home and asked to stay there as the nation battled COVID-19. According to The Economist, there's no corner of the economy that is sheltered from this public health crisis. Our next story, which is written by Ben Lane, offers some housing market optimism as the Mortgage Bankers Association shows that home purchase mortgage applications recently rose to the highest level in nearly a month. According to the article, with the growing number of states indicating over the last week they are moving toward relaxing social distancing protocols, it appears that the real estate market may be beginning to thaw. In recent weeks, home purchase applications have declined sharply as people simply weren't applying for mortgages, but the trend may be reversing as Joel Kahn, MBA's Associate Vice President of Economic and Industry Forecasting, says purchase applications, which are still recovering from a five-year low, increased 12% last week to the strongest level in almost a month. Furthermore, Kahn says the 10 largest states had increases in purchase activity, which is potentially a sign of the start of an upturn in the pandemic-delayed spring home buying season as the coronavirus lockdown restrictions slowly ease in various markets. But while purchase activity may be heating up, the MBA does indicate the volume of mortgage applications did drop 3.3% in the week ending April 24th. According to the MBA, the Market Composite Index, a measure of mortgage loan application volume, fell 3.3% on a seasonally adjusted bias from one week earlier, while the Refinance Index dropped 7% from the previous week, but was still 218% higher than the same week one year ago. That being said, the seasonally adjusted purchase index increased 12% from one week earlier, while the unadjusted purchase index increased 13% compared with the previous week. Given the state of the economy over the last two months, Cons is an uptick in home purchase application is a positive sign for the housing market. Our last story comes from Kathleen Halley and covers the National Association of Realtors' recent pending home sales report, which indicates pending home sales tumbled 21% in March as the COVID-19 pandemic shook the housing market. According to the report, the seasonally adjusted index measuring signed contracts fell after posting gains during the first two months of the year. Lawrence Yun, NARS chief economist, said the housing market has been temporarily grappling with the coronavirus-induced shutdown, which has pulled down new listing and new contracts. However, according to him, as the economy slowly and safely reopens, listings and buying activity will resume, especially given the record low mortgage rates. That being said, he warns this year's spring home buying season, which is when more than half of U.S. home transactions typically occur, won't be the same. He expects some, but not all of those sales to shift to the second half of 2020. Thanks for listening to today's top stories and the Housing Wire team will be back again tomorrow to cover the top stories that you need to know in the daily download.